Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, and today we have a very special guest, Jay Gibb, who is a former software engineer and the founder and CEO of a B2B SaaS company, CloudSponge. I am excited to have Jay on this podcast today because I think he's going to bring us some really interesting insight on how we can as e-com business owners, help grow and expand our customer acquisition and increase sales. So Jay, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Hey, Don. Thanks for having me. So Jay, before we get started, tell everybody about your work background as a former software engineer, getting into the e-com space. Kind of tell us how this came to be and how you how you developed CloudSponge. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I started off after, you know, after college being a, a programmer, a developer, um, and eventually evolved that or sort of expanded my horizons into being more entrepreneurial yeah. rather than just working for other people. Started to build things that I owned, uh, sort of, you know, sort of be a software founder. And along that journey came CloudSponge, um, which is what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. Um, and it was, it's, it's kind of a classic story of scratching your own itch right. um, and then, and then realizing that a lot of other people had the same itch. Right. Yep. Um, and so what, what we built, uh, at this point I was already not a developer anymore and I had a team, my, my team built it for us. Uh, but what we built was a, um, a connection to all of the world's address books. Mm-hmm. And I won't get into why we built it because it's irrelevant now because this was 2010, right? So this is 12 <laughs> years ago. It's ancient a history. Years ago, right? But the important part is we, we basically built a way to ingest all the address books from, you know, Google and Yahoo. And, uh, you know, at the time it was Hotmail and AOL. Yeah. And, uh, all the different brands of Microsoft, like Windows Live and MSN and... Yeah, I remember. Um, <laughs> and back then, we people used Outlook for desktop and Thunderbird and you name it, right? And so yeah. we basically built this machine that was able to get all that information with the user's permission and parse it all and sort of normalize all the data into a consistent format and make it available on a web page. Got it. Okay. So so that you could have, uh, so that your users, the people that are visiting your website would be able to see and select people from their own address book while they're on your website, right? Got it. Um, 
and then sort of fast forward a few years, it sort of, that sort of ended up dragging us into the e-commerce space. We didn't originally build it for right. e-commerce. Okay. Uh, we built it for ourselves. And then as we were building it, we discovered all the other people that had the same itch and were also building integrations with Gmail and Yahoo and yeah. all the different, you know, Comcast and all the different providers. <laughs> right, right. right. And, um, and so we just, we put a price on it and made a web page out of it, called it Cloud Sponge and, and, and started marketing it. And then we figured out why do people want it, yeah. right? We didn't know, <laughs> we weren't clairvoyant enough to actually understand like the use cases. Sure, right? sure. We just sold it and we, we described the features and described it. And we got a lot of really positive responses from developers that really didn't want to build this themselves. Yeah. or didn't want to maintain it themselves because it's it's hard to do. It's it's complicated software. And then over the years that followed, you know, we got enough customers and we spoke with them and we looked at their websites and we started to sort of, you know, characterize the use cases and understand, oh, okay, so there's there's this use case for e-commerce uh-huh. where people want to use it for sending referral program links or... Uh-huh. Coupon links or sharing sharing a wish list, wish list for a gift registry, and you know those types of, yeah. of of use cases where you know historically and maybe today maybe some of your listeners have a field somewhere on their website yeah. where they're expecting their user to type in a comma a comma separated list of email addresses right right yep and maybe it's to send a referral code or a coupon or invite them to a registry or a wish list sure. Um, and that, you, that just sucks. Like it just doesn't work. Nobody does it. Like <laughs> right. you know? all the e-com <laughs> business out there saying, yes, <laughs> amen. No, nobody yeah, does they, it. They probably have it and they don't, it doesn't work yep. very well, especially if the user is on a mobile phone, like who's got the patience to type in oh, exactly. email addresses one by one. And, you know, one of the things that's really important with e-commerce is you don't want, you don't want to lose your user. You don't want them to abandon. Right. There's a whole vertical of businesses just around cart abandonment, right? right. There's like people abandoning their shopping experience is a no-no. Right. right. And so if you can give somebody a way to stay on your site and click on a button, like an ad from a dress book button or a pick contacts button or a select friends button or whatever you want to call it. Right. Right. And make it so that they click it, they provide permission to read their contacts, and then they see an alphabetized list of their whole address book. Right. And it looks beautiful, of course, on a mobile device and, you know, mm-hmm. on your phone, it's got the little alphabet down the right margin. So you can jump to different letters of the alphabet and a search field at the top. So you can type in whatever you yeah. remember and it helps you find people. And then you select the people you want to find and submit what we call, it's what we call the contact picker, right? Yeah. Submit the contact picker. And then it goes away. You're still on the e-commerce website, but now that field is perfectly populated with all the email addresses in a formatted comma separated list and everybody wins, right? They got what they wanted. They, you kind of avoid this really painful frustration of like inputting lists of email addresses. Yep. And it's literally as simple as just adding that one button to whatever, whatever form like magic. you already have. Well, it's not magic. It's a lot of work for us. <laughs> But on the user experience, it feels just like magic. Yeah, you just put a button. You know, it works. It basically works like in the HTML like uh, area of any website. So it's not. 
Yeah. We don't send the emails. We don't really, we're sort of agnostic to what it yeah. is that we're doing with these email addresses. It's our sure. job to put the email addresses into the field, right? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you may want to have name, first name, last name, phone numbers, other stuff that's in the address book you mm-hmm. can also use if you have a reason for it. Um, but the, the point is it works with whatever you've got. If, you, if wow. you're using, you know, Shopify's refer a friend program or yep. using WooCommerce, like Automate Woo's refer a friend yep. program or whatever it is that you're using for like that requires this functionality, you can just put it on the H in the HTML and put the link and point the link at the field that you want to populate. And it just works. It's really quite simple to integrate. That's crazy. Crazy. And I love how you make it just sound so simple, but I I don't mean to minimize the craziness of the complexity behind the scenes, because I'm sure, you know, obviously this is far out of my pay grade, right? And scope of what I would be willing and able to even comprehend to do. But you've made it very simple for e-com business owners. Who is kind of the ideal business owner? I mean, you said e-commerce. You could potentially use this for a B2B type business, I would assume as well. You Is there an ideal type of business that this works best for or just anyone who really wants to capture information like this? You know, I think e-commerce is up there. Yeah, we have a we have a lot of e-commerce uh, success. Um, crowdfunding is mm-hmm. we, we basically dominate crowd. Almost every crowdfunding platform uses CloudSponge. Because ah. crowdfunding, it's really important for the not only the project creator yeah. to use their address book to sort of prime the pump, like to get the initial group yeah. of, of of backers, but then also like the good ones. Once a backer makes a pledge for a crowdfunding project and they put 20 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever they're going to do, yeah. they're often presented with, hey, by the way, like we could reach our stretch goals if you also like, you know, share this with your friends. Right. And then they'll get a little sharing panel that's got like Facebook and Twitter and somewhere in there, there's probably a little envelope that if you click on it, it's going to give you an interface that uses the Cloud Sponge Add from Address Book button. Right? Yep. Got it. We, we've got that that market pretty much cornered. And then the other one would be, well, there's two more, I guess. One of them would uh, would be the, I've already mentioned, like uh, e-cards and yeah. like events. Events, yeah. Where you've got your- Like an e-bike. Kind of like, yeah. Especially for like a big event, like a wedding or something. Mm-hmm. You we And now we're, right now we're kind of in the holiday season. So people are doing this where- Guaranteed, if you're going to try to use one of these tools to send out holiday cards, yeah, at some point in that experience, you're going to input all of your friends and family and their yeah. mailing addresses, right? Yeah. yeah. Probably what they're going to do is they're going to give you a way to download a spreadsheet that's blank, and then you yeah. have to adapt your data to their format, and then you upload the spreadsheet, fix all the errors. I personally use Costco for that. Yeah, the you know, nightmare and, of it all, right? You know, but there's a bunch of different things. So there's that. That's a really like there's a whole e-card and yeah. invitation industry can benefit from it. Sure. And then the last one is social networks. So mm. you know, this is something that anybody who's got an account on like Twitter or Nextdoor or Facebook or whatever, you've all seen this, where they want you to upload your address book to help you find your friends who are already on the network. Yeah. And then after you've done that, they want to use everybody else in your address book and they want you to send them all invitations to join the network. Right, right. right. 
And so right now we've got, um, you know, Nextdoor is a company that uses CloudSponge for that part of their functionality. Wow. Um, so does Yelp. If you go to your Yelp account and log yep. in and look for the email, email yep. your friends feature, there's buttons there. It's like Google, Hotmail, Yahoo, AOL. All those buttons are powered by CloudSponge. That's amazing. Hey, everybody, it's Dawn. Thanks so much for listening. I just wanted to pause really quick and say that if this episode is bringing up any questions or thoughts about your own business and you're needing a little guidance, head over to digitaldawnagency.com and book a free consultation with me. I'm happy to sit down and brainstorm what your business might need to grow and scale online. So you're everywhere. You, you, there's there's no place really that you couldn't you couldn't integrate with. I mean, it sounds like you could do this now. You know, I've seen on your website you've worked with some really big companies, right? You, you've got some pretty major Yelp's, pretty major other major brands. So for a smaller e-commerce business, this is still an option for them, even regardless of you know size. If they're trying to capture and gather data in this way, would you agree? Totally. Yeah. I mean, our, our, our basic plan is $59 a month. Yeah. So we're not, we're not so trying right. to price ourselves for only the enterprise. Yep. Those are just, those just happen to be the logos that we put on our website because yeah, we recognize them, right? It's sure. good for business to show sure. those. Uh, but you know, the sort of the long tail, the, the majority of our customers are just ordinary size, small, medium businesses yeah. um, that, you know, have a stack of tools and everybody's got the stuff they buy and we're, yeah. we're in that in that list got it and we do uh, we do a lot lately we've been doing a lot of uh, woocommerce stores okay. because we have um we have a wordpress plugin that makes it really easy to install the cloud mm -hmm. product inside any wordpress website uh and so we've been doing uh, you know pretty good campaigns and getting a, a lot of good successes with the woocommerce it's uh, amazing yeah. That's amazing. So I I was, you know, as I was doing research for this podcast, I was kind of going through your website and looking at different things about you and the company and all sorts of stuff. And it sounds like with this data, you could do even more analytics or some things off the backside of this data once you have it captured. Can you kind of talk a little bit about how a user or an e-com business owner could really maximize outside of the ease of this, how they might maximize some of the data that they capture? Yeah. So we, just to be clear, CloudSponge itself doesn't capture any of the data, right. especially none of the, the sensitive data. Right. Uh, but we do have logs, right? So we do inside a CloudSponge account, there's charts that are meant for the optimizers, the yes. people that want to go from, you know, a 60% abandonment rate to a 30% abandonment rate. We give them all the charts they need to like yeah. understand like where things might be, you know, there might be room for improvement. Okay. Um, but the, the place where I think we can, we make the, a really unique impact that I think uh, you're, uh, your listeners that, that are, are really in the conversion rate optimization yep. kind of mind frame, mm -hmm. I think is really neat here is it's actually best described by example. So imagine you've got a normal on an e-commerce website, you've got a normal uh, refer a friend program. Yep. 
send your friends this link. If they use the link, they get a 20% discount or a $10 coupon. And after they purchase something, you'll get $10 off your next purchase. Yep. Right? It's really standard e-commerce use case, right? Yep, yep. And you, and you without class funds, you type in your friend's email address and you hit submit and they get the email goes. The email that they receive isn't very personalized. This is the referral email they get. It's coming to them from a store that they probably don't recognize. Mm -hmm. Right. Hopefully the engineers behind that store included your name because your name they should recognize. You're their friend, right? But they may or may not have done that. Right. 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 True. So now take that exact same thing. But you, if you, if, if you use your address book, instead of just typing in your friend's name, right? Yeah. Now, the software that's going to send the email to your friend, it has your friend's entire address book record. So it's got your friend's name, first name, last name, and email address, Uh right? Uh And so it can use those data fields to personalize the email, and you're going to get way better open rates and way better conversion rates. Because now you're sending me an email, yes, and it's going to say, like, like Don via e-commerce store I don't recognize in the subject line, Jay, I think you're going to love these socks. Like here's the $10 coupon. It's going to use my name in the email in a way that otherwise wouldn't have been possible. Right? Yeah, that's crazy because I, I think so many e-com business owners work so hard, at least in our agency. One of the things that we help our business owners with and our agency clients with is the ability to, you know, help with open rates, right? Conversion optimization, open rates, all of the marketing things, right? And one of the biggest challenges is when you start to get a lot of these additional plugins, whether it be loyalty programs or you start to get, you know, referral pop-ups or different things like that that you're wanting, they're very standardized and they're not very personalized. So you're either hiring somebody to go in and try to swap things out or code it for you differently, or you're just kind of left to use whatever is the standard, you know, sort of template with sending these types of things, whether it be any type of program, right? Any any loyalty program that I've seen is pretty standardized or, you know, a lot of different... Um, buy one, get one sort of pop up things with emails and all that kind of stuff. It's all pretty standard. So having an ability to really customize it automatically (laughs) without having to hire and or do it myself seems like an amazing opportunity for increased open rates and actually getting the person to take the action, which is what you're trying to get them to do, not just open it, but actually do something with that open rate. Right. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's working. It's working for a lot of a lot of e-commerce stores. Right? Oh, I bet. I bet. Okay, so let me let me kind of shift gears a little bit. So the type of of people that you've got on your team—they're developers, they're engineers, they're you know really smart men and women. Are any of them e-com business owners that that have sort of been in the trenches with this? Because at the initial, you started, you, you kind of talked about the opportunity that you you created this for yourself, right? Did you do you recruit e-com business owners to come in and and give you real time, real life? Because these sound like real case scenarios that you've you know had people that know what they're talking about on your team. Yeah, no, it's an awesome question, and and there's no doubt that that we could do better at. Um, making that a sort of a, a qualification criteria to work here, um, <laughs> but it's already tough enough. So we, we we haven't really like put a huge emphasis on 
on hiring people sort of with that pedigree, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Um, and part of the reason for that is because we, we kind of get that through our customer success and our yeah. customer support because we love, we, we, I think, and I think this is maybe a little bit unusual in the B2B software space. Mm-hmm. But we actually genuinely love talking to our customers, right? Yeah. We're not, we're not trying to create a system that's just self-serve where we can just, you know, look at our, look at our CRM and, mm-hmm. and do nothing else. We, yep. like my calendar is on the public website. People can just put themselves on my calendar, mm. talk to me if they want to. And the same goes yeah. for everybody else at the company. Um, and I'm not necessarily trying to argue that that's an alternative to having that internal pedigree, but it's definitely no, but like it part, of the reason, right. part of the reason why we're successful is because we actually like get involved in the, the implementation of our solution, right? Yeah. We're not, we're not yeah. just like pointing you at documentation where, you know, we're looking at your website and helping you sort of parse through opportunities and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. problems and, mm-hmm. and so we get a lot of that from our customers and, yeah. and sometimes from our leads, but usually from our customers, we take advantage of that and, and right. they, they actually take the time to put themselves on my calendar you know, just to, just to pick my brain about stuff. Uh We're always really happy to do that. I love hearing that because you're right. A lot of SaaS companies don't necessarily, uh, that's not true. It's not just a SaaS company situation. I think a lot of companies in general don't take a lot of time to listen to their customers. And our philosophy at my agency as well is that, you know, I, I want to be a partner for you, right? I want to hear what you have to say and I want to partner and give you my best recommendation, even if it's not me. Right. Even if it's not me, that's the best recommendation. I want to help find a solution. And the only way that you can do that is to talk to people right? <laughs> and to hear what ha- what people have to say and then use that for good. Right. Yep. And, and market yourself and create solutions for that. So I love, love hearing that. OK, so next question. Let's let's put a crystal ball here in the middle of this, okay? And let's look into the future and let's talk about what you see happening with CloudSponge or morphing with CloudSponge in the next, let's say, five years. And in 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 the online space, I mean, even just I've been doing this for almost ten years now in the marketing agency space, and I can tell you from when I started to where it's at now, it's not even the same same business that I was running before. So that might be a bit of a loaded question with, you know, what what you see the future of of CloudSponge kind of turning into. But what is sort of maybe your vision of what you want it to be and where do you actually see things going in the next five years? Yeah, it's a it's a fun question to answer for sure. Um, And I can I give you kind of two different perspectives on it from a from from like a product feature perspective. Yeah. we've decided, and I don't think we'll change our minds, that we're not in the business of sending emails. We're yeah. never going to get into that. We basically have this like barrier that we've always respected, and I don't sure. think we're ever going to change it. So we'll never get to a place where we're sort of creating referral program software or, or invitation software. or like That's just a, it's a line we've drawn that mm-hmm. makes sense for us to stay really focused on the thing that we're really uniquely good at. Yep. And so over the next five years, what I imagine or what I'm, in, what I'm envisioning and, and trying to make true is that we will just be integrated into all the tools that do those things, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you think about 
all the different verticals, take the referral marketing vertical. Yeah. There's probably 50 companies that you could go buy their referral totally. program software. For, for sure. Right. For yeah. Magento, Shopify, WooCommerce, like off the shelf stuff, SaaS stuff, hosted stuff, plugins, open source, whatever. There's a lot, right? Yeah. And so, you know, what we want is to be ubiquitous in that whole vertical as being, you know, a, a way that you can just turn on the contact picker, right? And that's it, right? You can yeah. Go to CloudSpunch, buy a key, bring your key with you, paste it into your interface, hit save, and now you've got a contact yeah. picker, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of negotiating. It's a lot yeah. of partnerships. That's a lot. It's just a lot. So, you know, yeah. yeah. And for us, that's the, that's the sort of, that's the most signal to noise ratio as far uh -huh. as knowing that with those partners, it's a hundred percent qualified leads. Right. Right. We're not dealing with some like non-perfect percentage. All the, all of the people that use these platforms, all are qualified leads. Right. And we can genuinely create a win, win, win. Like win for us, win for the partner, win for the, for the mutual customer, like right. universally. So it feels good to do it. And so we'll be doing that for five years for sure. Yeah. But more like, I think your question because of the crystal ball. Yeah. You're thinking more abstractly. A little right? bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, what it comes down to is the theme is word of mouth. Yeah. The theme is that we are competing with paid acquisition channels. Yeah. Right. In a way, not maybe not competing, maybe we're, we, we, but we're an alternative. I was going to say, yeah. Can be in parallel, alongside, right? Maybe. yeah right. It's not yeah. one or the other, right? There are right. two, two different things. And I think everybody sort of does the paid acquisition channels because it's fast, yeah. but, it, but it's expensive. That's the mm -hmm. trade off. And everybody wants more word of mouth. They want people to tell their friends. They want, that sort of organic virality mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um and so that's that's where we live that's where our frame of mind is when somebody gets on a call with me to do a consultation mm -hmm. i'm i'm imagining what can this person do to their business to create more organic virality yeah. organic yeah. word of mouth right right like you say whether it's with the cloud sponge contact picker or not like that's the theme right yeah. How do we get more people talking to their friends about your products? Exactly. Right? exactly. So that's kind of a more abstract answer, I think. Well, you said, I mean, I could talk, you know, for hours on this one, but you've, you've said so many really amazing, good things there. I think one of the, the parts that I took away with kind of what you guys want to do is the riches are in the niches, right? Like, so stay in your lane with what you know you're really good at, what you have kind of drawn your line in the sand with, what you know you want to be doing and don't deviate. And I think so many entrepreneurs, you know, get into that shiny penny syndrome, so to speak, and kind of have lots of different things that they want to try. And I, I am a whole believer that stay focused, right? Like just stay the path. And unless something from a technology perspective changes, do what you're best at, right? So I love hearing that. And then I love the kind of organic virality piece of it that you mentioned in so many different ways. We're working on that with our clients, right? Is that, you know, in the next five years, all of these different platforms could potentially change, be different, more expensive, not as, you know, 
optimal as they are today and how and what are some different ways that you can continue to grow your business. And we all know that if you referred a friend to my company, they would most likely go with my company because you told them to. Same sort of thing. I mean, we all go to restaurants that our friends told us were fantastic, right? We all use software that, oh, that person uses, or I I go with this person because of it. Babysitters, anything, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that word of mouth is the way that you built. That's how I've built my agency from the ground up is word of mouth more so than anything else. So I think that's a really important key. Um, to how a lot of businesses are going to be continuing to grow steadily over the next five years, regardless. So I love that. You said all sorts of good things. So because you get to talk to so many e-commerce businesses, and as we start to wrap up, kind of my final question for you of, of the podcast would be, what is probably the biggest thing that you hear from your day-to-day conversations or what are some things that you know e-com business owners should be doing that they aren't doing to increase sales or to drive growth in their business? Maybe outside of what you, you're you offering as a solution, what, what are some other key things that you hear business owners talk about or you that you hear from your team? I can actually, I can answer that question in the form of uh, like a resource that we've created. Yeah. Yeah, right. love it. Um, it'll be, we'll, we'll post it for your audience at cloudspongecom slash digital dawn. Yeah. So people go there uh, on that page. We haven't made it yet, but it'll be there when they listen. Um, yeah. There'll be a place where they can input their email address to download a resource file. That's just a free download. Yeah. And it's a, basically a four or five page audit like a word of mouth audit, right? Yeah. As a store owner, you can just go through the questions. The first area, the first question is it kind of asks about the different word of mouth features Mm -hmm. that your site may or may not have, Mm -hmm. right? And it's it's immediately an inspiration list. Like, oh, like, why don't I have that, right? Right. it's It's a few things that are just sort of, that could be there that maybe they're there, maybe they're not. Yeah. And then the second area is for each of those that you have, let's audit it. Let's see, like, do you have, like, for example, really common mistake is mail to links. Everybody uses mail to links and everybody knows they don't work. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh Because the mail to link, it's supposed to be for like contact us. It's supposed to be for like click here to send a support question. Right. 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 But somehow over the last 20 years, they got morphed into being used to like send an email to your friends. Right. Right. Like if you look at a product page, it's going to have a little panel. I can almost just roll the dice and it'll have, they almost all have it. Right. A little panel. It's got like tweet and Facebook post and a little envelope icon. And when you click on the envelope icon, it's going to launch you into your webmail client to yep. share this product with your friends. It just doesn't work. Nobody does it. So like that'll be part of what the audit is. Is like, are you using this? Yes or no? And all the different sort of cool. things that you should be thinking about. Yeah. And then the last part, uh, I know I'm making it sound long, but it's really only like six pages. And, yeah, no, it's and, and cool. Like, half of them are just headings. <laughs> the, the, last, uh, the last part is more of like a metrics question of like, yeah. If you're going to measure the performance of this feature, like let's say it's a wishlist feature, what 
where do you go to get the numerator and the denominator to calculate how well this thing is for, is performing, right? Mm -hmm. Again, just forcing people to think through, oh yeah, like if you don't measure it, you're never going to improve it kind of mentality. Um, and it's just, again, it's just that thing that it's not rocket science, but it's a really useful, like, Great way reminder. to think about it. Yeah. And so that'll be right on the cloudsponge.com slash digital dawn. That's and I think it's actually probably the best answer to your question. Like, I agree. I, I love that. I love that. And all of our listeners love resources and tools and checklists and audits and things they can find. So that'll be amazing. We will link that in the show notes for sure um, so that everybody can go get that and download that. So Jay, you have given us amazing information. You have made this incredible tool that you've created sounds so easy and so user-friendly. And I know that it is not easy to do, but it is user-friendly. So thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your experience and telling all of our e-com business owners how amazing this tool is and why you really need it. And I think everybody needs to go out there, sign up for this. We'll have a link to how to sign up and get your own account and we'll give a discount even. Jay's been gracious enough to give us a discount on anybody that signs up using our link. So we'll link that in the show notes. But this has been awesome. I appreciate your insight and your perspective. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Don. It's been great. Yeah. Okay, listeners, until next time. Thank you so much. Bye now. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.